Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech drive the Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. Mornings on SEN. Well, the Vicks resume their Shield campaign in real style with a thumping win over Queensland uh, last week. But they're back in action in a one-dayer against the Bulls today at the MCG. And the Bush Rangers coaches, of course, Chris Rogers. Morning, Chris. Uh, thanks a lot for popping on. Yeah, hello, Sam. How are you going? This must have been a bit weird to pull the creams on again after a, a fair absence at the MCG. But the boys didn't look like they missed a beat. No, they played an excellent game. Um even from ball one, I think, with Marcus Harris uh, scoring a, a brilliant 100. I think that, that 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 set us up. And then the the bowlers did a fantastic job. I think that Marcus Harris 100, they consider in cricket speak to be a timely reminder, don't they, Buck? Yeah, I mean, a, a, a little bit unfortunate for him not being on that tour to India. But he's, he, I think that they'll be thinking about him for the Ashes. Um Maybe thought there were some other players who, who played spin better. But, yeah, there's, there's nothing like scoring runs and, and in tricky conditions as well against uh, good bowlers. So, you know, that that's that's just a reminder to the selectors that he's probably ready to go for, for England. And how does he approach it? I mean, um, I know he can speak for himself, but as someone who's coaching him and, and, and around him for, for a fair period of time, I mean, it's a, a well-worn path, but not an easy path. A player who's fallen out of favour and obviously trying to get back in. I mean, how does he go about it? Oh, I, don't, I don't think there's any secret to it. He's just got to put his head down and, and score some runs mm. now. Um, I, I spoke to him a little bit when... He didn't get selected for India, but he, he wasn't too disappointed because he'd been sitting on the pine over the summer for those test matches and, and um, not been batting. So this gives him a really good opportunity to play four shield games at the back end, hopefully five if we make the final and, and put, the, put the pressure back on the selectors to pick him for, for that Ashes tour. Now, I want to ask you about, obviously, Peter Hanscom and the small matter of Todd Murphy's taboo over there in, in Nagpur, but it meant that Will Sutherland had to captain the side or didn't have to, but was chosen to captain the side. How did he take to it? Oh, uh, like a duck to water, really. Yeah. He's, um, I mean, he's had aspirations, I think, to be a leader now for, for a while. And, and, you know, just because he didn't have the stripes, he didn't have the... Uh, the the C next to his name doesn't doesn't mean that he's been hasn't been doing a lot of leadership uh, behind the scenes. He 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 sets standards off the field, um, particularly around the training, and, and and the other guys just look up to him. So um, from that point of view, it wasn't the toughest of decisions. We were we were wary of throwing too much at him too mm. early, but we felt he was capable, and and he showed that he is with a you know the, the way he captained the side in this game was outstanding. And also, I guess, in any role like this, no matter the sport, there is, you know, there's captaining the side and the responsibility that comes with that. But then I suppose still at the same time, upholding his end of the bargain in terms of what he's able to contribute to the team, literally out on, out on the wicket, and he was able to do that as well. Yeah, I mean, it, if anything, he probably didn't bowl himself enough at times. So that was what we reminded him um, on, on the last day in particular. You know, it's, it's, he's still at this moment, probably our, our best fast bowler. 
without Scotty Boland here. So that, that can be a little tricky thing for, for young captains. But when he did get the ball in hand, he was excellent. Um, and he, as I said, he sets the standard. So that, that was a you know another good little learning uh, thing for him, and, and he'll be better for it. Yeah. And look, Peter Hanscom, um, you would have been wrapped for him. Like we speak about Marcus Harris, obviously trying to get himself back into the team. I mean, I don't think Pete had played a test for what, four years? I don't think it was. And there he was. And in the absolute furnace that it was over there, uh, particularly in the first innings, um, he acquitted himself really well. He did. I mean, he's, he's worked hard for this. It's, it's been interesting knowing that he, he copped a lot of criticism for the, the way he, he was batting the last time he played for Australia. He wasn't um, blind to that. And then he's gone away and, and worked hard on his game and see if he can you know, fix a few things. And he scored a lot of runs. So um, to get this opportunity was, you know, was, was outstanding. And it looked bloody hard out there, to be honest. Yeah. But I, I thought he, you know, Quitted himself really well, particularly in the first innings, um, and no doubt he'll get a couple more opportunities this series. So hopefully he can he can make it count. Well, obviously you've got your own interests here, but what what sort of view were you when it comes to when it came to the first test, and particularly the the Victorians that were out there? I imagine you were on the edge of your couch. Uh, it was pretty nice to hear that there were three uh, Victorians <laughs> playing in 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 that side. I can't remember when the last time that that had happened. So. It probably just goes to show that, that the good things are happening here at, at, at you know Cricket Victoria and, and um, you know that there, there's a little bit of success uh, with the Australian side and even on the field as well. So that that, that was outstanding. But um, you know, really pleased for Pete. He's he's had to work hard. It's, those opportunities don't come too easy. So you got to knock down the door. And then the other one is Todd Murphy. I mean, that's just an unbelievable story. And then to see him go and take seven for that's that's what dreams are made of. He just didn't look like he was. I don't. I don't know. You tell us though, Buck. I mean, would he have been daunted in any way? I mean, he's making his test debut in the, as we said, one of the more hostile uh, environments in world cricket. He's twenty two years of age, and it just didn't look like it phased him at all. Uh, he's a pretty level kid. I mean, he's um, he's from Moama out in the country. Mm. You know that he he has his um head screwed on straight. He, you know he he. He's, as I said, he's level-headed, um, down to earth, and nothing has phased him too much so far in his career. And he works hard. He he, he knows this is a tough craft to, to master, and it, but with that, he he goes and seeks um, you know learning around that as well. So he he's done everything right, and he was set up well to to, to be successful in his first test. Now, I'm sure he didn't imagine it'd go yeah. like that, but. <laughs> Um, you know, it's just amazing to see. And that was going to be my question for you. You're as big an advocate for him as any. I mean, you must have been. What, what level of surprise did you have that he was able to peel off seven? <laughs> um, yeah, look, I don't think anyone was imagining <laughs> that. Um, you, you hope you get, you know, two or three and, and, and just contribute and um, and just control the scoreboard as well. But to, to go and get seven for and, and it wasn't just the fact he got seven for He got... Um, Excellent batters out, and and he did control the scoreboard at times. He got a bit of little, little bit of tap at the end, but apart from that, he was just outstanding. So I mean that bodes well for the rest of his career. I, you know, I'm not sure how much we'll see of him in in future years at, at, at Victoria, but 
you know, that, that means that uh, we're doing well and he's doing well. I think you might have even still been mid-match against Queensland when um, Matt Kuhneman got the call up and, uh, and and told to get himself over to India. I think he had to go about trying to find his passport. He wasn't sure where that was for a period. So that that one sort of came out of left field. But again, um, another one for the for, for the spinners with um, with Mitch Swepson coming back the other way. Yeah, I mean, it's probably unfortunate for, for Mitch. You know, he's he's had to work hard for, for his opportunity as well. But... Um, yeah, for, for Kuhneman, I, I'm guessing that was a that was a big surprise. I don't think uh, any of us saw that. Um, I wonder if they uh, they thought maybe Johnny Holland was was a was a chance as well. That, mm. that would have been nice to have four Victorians in there at <laughs> once. But um, yeah, I, I think. Uh, probably a bit too much of a duck right now. Yeah, just with the Victorians getting over there, I mean, the inescapable sort of reality of it all is you, you're thrilled, obviously, Buck, but it short changes you massively over here. I mean, you you have to hold the fort without these guys, of course. Yeah, but that's part of it. I think, you know, a lot of the a lot of the teams have, have had to deal with that and, and that just tests your, de- tests your depth. So, um, you know, we're working towards that. We've still got a young squad. We're still on a bit of a journey, but... Um, it's great to see these young guys standing up. I think that that's the most pleasing thing. Where we've been a little bit reliant on senior players over the last few years, but but this year particularly, you can see the younger guys really stepping up and 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 helping us win games, and that and that's really important. So the March One Day Cup today at the MCG. If you're interested in getting down there, play starts at two o five. But a bit of just looking out the window, a bit of cloud cover about. I'm not so sure what sort of conditions and what you're expecting out of out of this one, Buck. I think it should be pretty good. Um, good day on Valentine's Day to get down and, and watch the cricket. But uh, yeah, it's, it, it'll be a it'll be a good game as as always against Queensland. Um, they're a little bit stretched as well with with their bowling in particular. So um, I'm hoping it's a high scoring affair. Bat first. Uh, uh, you never know with uh, the MCG. It's a it's a bit of a tricky one. There might be a little bit of dew later as well, which would help the bat second. But we'll, we'll make that decision when we get there. Good on you, mate. I appreciate you finding the time, particularly on, on game day, to talk us through it. And, uh, yeah, it's a good time to be a Victorian cricket fan at the moment, both domestically and uh, internationally, as we count down to uh, Friday's second test over there in India. Appreciate your time, and good luck the Savo. Pleasure, mate. Thanks for having me. There he is, Chris Rogers. We love him here at SEN, uh, of course. Uh, so it's Victoria uh, up against the Bulls in the Marsh One Day Cup. If you want to get yourself down to the MCG tonight and uh, relax, uh, watch the action unfold on the Hello Turf. Play gets underway at 2.05. Uh, and I said there's a bit of cloud cover around. I might be burning off if there is any. I might not have the best view here. But uh, forecast anyway is sunny and a top of 23 degrees.